0: Good morning, Eastridge. I am Wade. This is Allie. Y'all know Allie. I usually sit back there in the back. Um, As you know, Gary's not here. So we're his fill-ins today, okay? So we are going to be talking today about knowing God through recovery. Through recovery. You guessed it. We're going to be talking about celebrate recovery. Now, I know, I know. Some of you are thinking, thoughts like I've had before. Maybe you're thinking, CR's not for me. I'm not addicted to anything. I'm good. Yep, that was me. Maybe you're thinking, um, I'm not about to go over there and talk about my stuff to nobody. That was definitely me. Um, I, I kept it all bottled up inside. Maybe you're saying, uh, hey, I'm, I'm sick of hearing about CR. You know, they always talk about it. I'm sick of hearing about it. I ain't going. Or maybe you're just like me. I'll say this, just like Allie, who say, you know what? I love CR. Because CR has helped me. CR has helped us and a lot of people to fight through many battles in our life to help us to better serve Jesus. That's really what it's all about. Um, We are going to address some of these thoughts today, some things we're going to try to tell you from a a person who uses it, we're going to try to tell you what CR is and a little bit more about it. Um, Allie. Allie's the real teacher up here, okay? She's the one that wrote most of this lesson, okay? I did a little bit just to personalize my part. Allie wrote this lesson. She presented it at CR uh, back around the first of the year sometime. It's It's been a month or two back now. Gary was there because Gary not only attends CR, but he participates at CR. He was there, and he heard this lesson, and he said, You know what? I want this taught on Sunday morning. So him going to Mexico, perfect opportunity, we're here to fill in. Now, Gary is not wanting you to hear about CR or wanting you to attend CR because he's trying to give you something else to do. We're all busy. He's not trying to add something else to your plate, okay? He wants you to know about CR because he knows there is healing available for you there, healing that some of us may not even realize we need to be honest with you healing is can be found there it's not through cr it's really through christ, christ. okay cr is not a magic thing we do it's nothing but it's a tool that christ has given us he's given it to us in our church you <laughs> would not believe how many churches have started and ended cr ministries over the years. CR is available, and it it is a thriving ministry in many churches, but there's a lot of churches that just don't support it because they don't see the need. Eastridge saw the need from the beginning, and it is there. Listen, he wants a healing for you. Isaiah 53, 5 says, but he, talking about Jesus, was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed. Listen, we get, we talk about it all the time, Jesus died for our sins. He did, He died for our sins. He also died for our hurts and our hangups and, and, and all of that stuff that's in our life because in reality, if you really think about it, I was thinking about this a while ago, if you really think about it, most of our hurts is the result of somebody else's sin. So it's a lot of times I mean it's sin. And it hurts us, and we get damaged. And Christ died for those things so that we can have a healing. All right, I'm going to get out of the way. Here's Allie, and she's going to take from here.
1: Thank you, Wade. So here's the thing. We all have hurts. Every last one of us. We all have hurts. We have all been hurt. We have experienced hurt. But what we often fail to acknowledge or realize is how that hurt impacts us. We fail to realize how that hurt can alter our beliefs and our view of ourselves, of others, and often it impacts our view of God. These hurts in our lives often run so deep or we hold on to them for so long that they become hang-ups, hang-ups that... A thing, we end up carrying on into all of our relationships, not just the relationship with the Lord, but our relationships with each other. And then that ends up keeping us guarded. It keeps us from wanting to be open, for, keeps us from feeling safe. Uh, we're afraid to trust people. Or maybe we feel the need to be the source of strength for someone else, even if it's at the expense of our own. So these issues, even grief, even grief can create so much pain that it becomes unbearable. And we end up, in order to cope, turning to unhealthy habits, not always really terrible habits. Sometimes they're just unhealthy, little sins that pull us away from the Lord. And we do this in order to try and numb, avoid, or distract from the source of the pain rather than allowing God to heal it. So we all have lingering issues, all of us. And for some of us, they're on the surface. We see them affecting their lives. We see them affecting our own lives, and they're there. But then for others, if you're like me, right, We stuff them down deep. We pretend like they're not there. It's okay. We tell ourselves the lie. It's not a big deal. It's not really affecting my life or anybody else. But the truth is, if we were to really slow down and pay attention, if we were to really self-reflect on our lives, we would see that that hurt really is impacting our life, our relationships, and our intimacy with the Lord. So pain, hurt, and grief from this world is inevitable, but it doesn't have to be destructive. It can be a catalyst that draws us closer to the Lord. We can know the Lord more through recovery if we allow it to. So our first point today is that we know God more through recovery because Celebrate Recovery is Christ-centered. Colossians 3, 1 through 3 says, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. So at Celebrate Recovery, we focus on the Lord. We focus on Him first above everything else because too often, we find ourselves focusing on the hurt or the pain or the things that other people have done in our lives or how life isn't just turning out the way that we want it and we focus on that and we lose sight of God. Celebrate Recovery is the reminder to look to Him first. We focus our minds, we focus our hearts and our lives on Jesus Christ. And the ministry of Celebrate Recovery focuses not only on Him but also... The principles are based off of his teaching. And the focus is not just let's focus on him, but the focus is let's make him the center of our lives. Let's focus on making Jesus the center of our lives rather than ourselves, others, and hurts because we tend to idolize those things. We do. I don't know if anybody else in here like me is an overthinker, Anybody struggle with obsessive thoughts, obsessive thinking? Okay, so listen, that's an idol. We're idolizing those things, those hurts, that pain, that thing that happened in fifth grade, if we're thinking about it, it's keeping us up at night. It's become an idol, and it's unhealthy, and then eventually we end up justifying our habits and our actions, and it's unhealthy, I grew up in church, guys. If you did not know, I'm a preacher's kid. I'm a PK. I grew up in church. Um, I knew Jesus, loved Jesus, served in church. I had scripture uh, memorized. But often, Jesus was not the center of my life. A lot of times, I kept him on the sidelines. I kept him on the sidelines, would run to him when, you know, I was in desperate need. Or, you know, I even, I mean, I read the Bible and I prayed to him daily, but he just was not the center and the focus of my life. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Y'all, my thoughts fail me. My spiraling thoughts fail me. I have to lean on him and his understanding and letting go of my wants My wills, my desires, and learning to trust God, to look to him for direction, that helps me to know the Lord more because he gives me the strength to sit in my feelings, to explore my feelings, and to allow him to take that hurt and transform me. We can't always change the hurt, but we can change how it affects us. And that's the beauty. And that's what Jesus does through Celebrate Recovery. How, you might ask. Anybody want to know how? Thank you. (laughs) This is how. It's a Christ-centered 12-step program. So it is literally a how-to guide. We have step-by-step. It is a program that will show you how to step-by-step, path to healing, overcoming addictions, but also abuse, Grief, anxiety, depression, anger, food issues, codependency, trauma, family dysfunction, unhealthy habits, and so much more. But I think a lot of times we just want to pray and say, Okay, God, heal this. We want to say, Lord, take this away. We want to just reach out and touch the hem of his garment and be healed. But I've come to realize that that's not always how the Lord works. So when Luke, 17, we see a story, verses 11 through 14. It says, Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. And as he was going into the village, 10 men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, master, have pity on us. And when they saw him, he said, Go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. You know, these dudes probably knew and heard that Jesus was healing people on the spot. He was doing it right then and there. But that wasn't the case for them. He told them to go show themselves to the priest. And as they went... As they walked in obedience, step by step, they received their healing. Sometimes it's going to take a process. And it wasn't just a simple task of go show yourselves to the priest. okay? Because the ritual for healing in Leviticus, I'm just going to read you some of it just so you get an idea of what these dudes were walking into. The priest shall order that two live clean birds and some cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop be brought before the person to be cleansed. Then the priest shall order that one of the birds be killed over fresh water in a clay pot. He is then to take the live bird and dip it together with the cedar wood and the scarlet yarn and the hyssop into the blood of the bird that was killed over the fresh water. Seven times he shall sprinkle the one to be cleansed of the defiling disease and then pronounce them clean. After that... He is to release the live birds in the open fields. The person to be cleansed must wash their clothes, shave off all their hair, and bathe in water. Then they will be ceremonial clean. But after this, they must come into the camp, but they must stay outside the tent for seven days. On the seventh day, they shall shave off all their hair. They must shave their head, their beard, their eyebrows, the rest of their hair. They must wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water, and they will be clean. On the eighth day, they must bring two male lambs in all. And... A lamb a year old with each defect, along with the three tenths of the epiph and the finest flour mixed with the olive oil for grain offering. Then the priest is to take one of the male lambs and offer as a guilt offering, along with the log of the oil. He shall wave them above the Lord as a wave offering. The priest is to take some of the blood of the guilt offering and put it on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, and then something about a toe. Um, <laughs> it's there. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many of us. I get frustrated because the Lord's not on our timing, you know? And this is what they were walking into. They knew that he was healing people on the spot, but then the Lord, Jesus, said, no, you go do all that. They had to step out in faith. Now, ended up, as they were walking, they received their healing. And I'll go ahead and tell you now, in case you're wondering, Celebrate Recovery is not that hard. (laughs) The 12-step program, you don't have to shave anything, okay? I'm just saying. We don't work that way. But I don't know who needs to know today that the reason you may not be healing, finding that healing that you're looking for is because you might not be walking in obedience. That was a hard lesson for me. So when we walk in obedience, we receive healing. And sometimes our miracle is going to come quick but sometimes the miracle is in the process. Wade's going to bring our next point.
0: I thought you were about to grab my water. (laughs) I was going to wrestle you for that. Okay, so uh, Allie said that CR is a Christ-centered ministry. It's really a Christ-centered community. That's the next point. We are a community. We are a family. Ephesians 2, 19 through 20 says, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. We are a family. We're a family here this morning. We're probably like cousins, And You know, I mean, we don't, most, a lot of us don't get into those deep dynamics of family like you probably do with your brothers and sisters, your siblings or or whatever. CR is kind of like that. It's kind of like that brother-sister relationship where sometimes you love them, sometimes you hate them, sometimes it's messy, sometimes it's just, it's just, it's good stuff, really. It it all turns out for good. We, like I said, we are all a part of God's family once we accept Christ. Now, I I will say this. I said this. I, I don't even have this in my notes, but I thought about this as I was talking in the first service. I was here 23 years ago at Eastridge. I've been around Eastridge a long time. I was here when CR was first started. There was kind of a stigma about, I'm just being honest because I was one of those people that kind of looked at CRs like, ain't for me. I'm not an alcoholic. It's not for me, I don't do drugs. It's so much more than that. It's so much more. When you hear a 12-step program, you automatically start thinking of addiction but it goes way deeper than addiction addiction I, I was talking to uh, someone who's been addicted, and he he told me the other day he said getting off the drugs was the easy part, but dealing with what caused me to get there to begin with, what caused me to use to begin with that's man that's hard it, it can be it can be some hard work. Let me get back on uh, on Track here. Um, If you come to CR looking for perfect people, we're not. We're not there. We're not. There ain't a perfect person there. We're not there thinking we're any better. We're not there thinking, thank God through His forgiveness, we're not any worse either. We're just like you. We are alcoholics, preachers, drug addicts, mothers, porn addicts, business owners. We're preachers' kids, straight A students, gambling addicts, church members we whatever, whatever title you want to put on somebody is probably covered there because we're real people dealing with real problems. One thing we have done is we've admitted it. We struggle with, like Allie said, anxiety, depression, lust, envy, control. I'm a control freak. I can be. I, I Yeah. I can be a control freak. My wife is a control freak too. Can you imagine our house? Two people. I mean, God, like He He probably just shakes his head. He's got a sense of humor, that's for sure. We are all at CR just people who have hurt, but we've come together with one thing in mind. We want to heal. We want to heal. Ephesians 2.10 says, we are all God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which he has prepared for us to do. Keep that in mind. We are all just working through life struggles and we are some of the most humble. I say that, I, I first had that worded as they are some of the most humble and then my wife got me on that one too. She said, you're one of us. Who is they? You're So we. It's kind of one of those statements like, We're humble. I'm so humble. I'm telling you I'm humble. But we really are. I'm going to tell you why. Because a lot of us have hit rock bottom. And we know what it's like to lose everything. We are people who are just tired of living fake. We're tired of saying we're fine and flashing a fake smile and moving on. We're just Trying to live real. What we do at CR is we open our arms. We open our arms to everybody. It doesn't matter what your problem is. It doesn't matter what your hurt is, your hang-up is. It doesn't matter. They welcomed me. We'll welcome anybody. We will welcome anybody. And what we'll do is we'll stand by you while God fixes you. We're not there to fix you. We can't. That's between you and God. The fixings between you and God. But we're going to stand by you. We're going to walk with you. We're going to help you any way we can to because in reality we're probably only about in the grand scheme of things an inch or two ahead of you on this recovery program. In the span of eternity I mean we're just we're just that far. We've just been in it a, a few days longer than you. So We're there waiting for whoever. I personally have found encouragement to look inward, a place to look at the ugly stuff inside me, things that have caused me hurt, deep hurt, and the hangups that these things have caused in my life. It's also helping me to look at the habits that i formed in my life to help me deal with all these hurts and hangups. I spent most of my life, like I said, bottling everything up. I wore a mask. I was ashamed to express or scared to express because, oh my goodness, what's somebody going to think about me if I really say what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling? So I hit it. I hit it. And that often damaged a lot of my relationships. So I'm going to explain real quick about a a Thursday night uh, at CR. CR offers different things. It offers big group, which is a lot like a Sunday morning. Not exactly. It's a little more relaxed. And you might think, coming from some churches, it's like, man, this is pretty relaxed. It gets more relaxed on, on Thursday night, okay? So um, you're going to hear a lesson, one of these steps or principles that Allie mentioned. You're going to hear that taught about. You may hear a testimony, someone like myself, who is just working the program, and I'll tell you about how it's going in my life at, at the time. Um, that's big group. That's at 7 o'clock. Listen, you can come in and sit just like you sit at church. Ain't nobody going to come up and say, what you here for? No, we don't do that, okay? Okay? We're not going to dig into your business until you're ready to share. it. Then there's the 8 o'clock hour. It's open share. Okay? Guys, I know I just lost you. It's open share groups. Y'all are, Most of you just like me. There's a few talkers. I know a few of you. But listen, you don't have to share, especially the first time, until you're comfortable, until the Lord leads you to. It's a great tool. It's a great tool. It's a place where you can actually uh, sit there and share what's going on in your life, whether it be bad stuff or good stuff. But here's the thing that is most helpful to me is extremely useful in battling the lie that goes on in our heads that no one else is struggling like I am or nobody else has done what I do or nobody thinks the way I think. Listen, years ago, I, I wrongly thought that, AA, that Celebrate Recovery was just an AA meeting with God attached to it or the Bible attached to it. It's really not that at all, y'all. It it Very little has to do, yes, there are people who are addicted to stuff that's there. Me, I suffer with codependency, big time. It's wrecked my life, totally wrecked my life. I lost everything because of codependency something that went on all the way back into my childhood. The dynamics in my family when I was a child caused me to grow into codependency as a way of coping, and it just carried on through my first marriage, through, it it just, it's way too deep of a story to go into, but I'm going to tell you something. I hit my rock bottom all because of codependency. The last thing I just want to mention, there is a step study That CR offers, that's basically a step study uh, community group or small group or whatever the wording is these days, but it is just a small group that we do through CR that, again, focuses on these things. We're a family, y'all. We'd love for you to come be a part. Allie's going to take it from here.
1: Thanks. So um, I just want to say, you don't have to be at a rock bottom to check out Celebrate Recovery. Like, you don't have to. Like, you can just come. Um, For me, my rock bottom was a, a spiritual numbness rock bottom for me. But another way, the last way that we know God more through recovery is because Celebrate Recovery is a new beginning. It, like, offers us a new beginning, a new life, a fresh start, wherever we may be. If we're at rock bottom, if we are just barely surviving, 2 Corinthians says, in 517, it says, "'Therefore, if, any was in, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here.'" A new beginning sometimes is letting go of old ideas and mentalities to explore what the Lord has in store for us. Sometimes we have to let our old self die, our flesh, our sin. We have to let that go. We have to let go of the past and the hurts, and even sometimes the people and the places that keep us stuck in those false beliefs, those false identities. Because we can get stuck in that, but we have to open ourselves up to the work that the Lord wants to do in our lives. So when we constantly focus on Jesus, then we grow closer to him, and then we have a greater understanding of God. That's when we can find courage to walk away from those things, those mentalities, those ideas that hinder our faith and pull us away from God so that we can experience the hope-filled life that he promises us. Y'all, he deeply loves us, he knows us, and he desires to be deeply known and loved by us. But sometimes those hurt, that pain, those false beliefs, they come in the way, and we have to lay those down. We have to overcome not only the sins of the flesh, but of the heart and of the mind. If we truly want to know God more, lay down those idols, whatever they may be, so that we can learn to walk in obedience, and that's what Jesus does For us and shows us how to do through the ministry of Celebrate Recovery. The more we know the Father, the more we trust, the more we trust, the more we follow, and the more we follow, the more we receive that hope-filled peace that is promised, and yet still some of you might be thinking, I don't know if I can find that healing. I don't know if God can redeem this story. I don't know if God can heal this hurt because it runs so deep. Somebody here may be feeling broken beyond repair. Much like this bowl that you'll see on the screen. I've swept many bowls up off the floor. I tried to sweep my hurt out of my life, but it didn't go anywhere. If you feel broken beyond repair, I want you to know that you're not. There's a thing, Japanese culture, it's called kintsugi. And it's the art of repairing something that is broken, like a bowl, using gold and silver epoxy. Because their belief is if something is broken, it has a history. And when repaired, that makes it more beautiful, like this one. This is what the Lord can do in our lives. If we surrender and allow him to work through us. And I don't think it's by any accident or coincidence they use gold and silver epoxy. Because in Malachi we hear about the refiner's fire. It says the Lord is like a refiner's fire and a launderer's soap. Both of those remove impurities. But this is what I love about it. See the refiner's fire, the fire is what removes the impurities. But the silversmith has to stand there at close proximity to the fire. He stands there the whole time because left a moment too long, it would be ruined. But he stands there and waits and watches with his eye. You know, the the Lord's eyes on you. He stands there and watches till just the right moment. And you know when that is? When he can see his reflection. And that's what the Lord has done in my life through the ministry of Celebrate Recovery. He rebuilt my life better than I could have ever imagined. And he can do the same for you no matter how big or deep the hurt runs or how small and superficial you may think that it is. There is redemption redemption is possible. It is only possible through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, but he also uses the ministry of Celebrate Recovery to do that. I'm going to give it to Wade to close us out. Thanks.
0: All right. We're going to close it out here, but there's one thing I want to mention to you. In last week's message, Pastor Gary said, you don't know the impact of your life. You don't know the impact of your life. Listen, Satan has worked our entire lives to keep us from sharing Christ with others. 1 Peter 5 8 says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Satan has caused us hurts, he's told us lies, and he's left us feeling inadequate. CR helps us through the process of healing from all of that in our lives. The healing sets us free so that we can in, in turn use those same hurts we've suffered to help others and share Christ with them. Rick Warren coined the phrase, pastor, uh, used to be the pastor of Saddleback Church, he coined the phrase, God never wastes a hurt. Listen, As I said earlier, Jesus suffered and died for those hurts. He died for our sins, and he also wants to cover all those hurts. Why don't you turn them over to him? Let him use them like so many of us are doing now. We're in that process. We haven't got it perfect, but we're trying. So many people like myself, like Allie said, comes to CR when there's a crisis in their life. My prayer for you is that you will use Celebrate Recovery as a wellness visit, not an ER visit. That you'll use it as a gym to build up your faith, not as an ICU just to stay alive. Listen, we're there. We're waiting on you. We would love to have you come just check us out. I mentioned those three parts of CR. I do want to say this in closing. You can, you can use any parts of that. You don't have to stay for all of it. You don't have to plug in immediately. Just come check us out. Come check us out at the 7 o'clock hour. All right? Let's pray. Lord, first of all, I want to lift Gary and that team. I know Jeremy's with him. Lord, lift that, I lift that team up to you right now. Thank you for Gary. Thank you for a pastor that's willing to go out he could use Sunday morning as a, nope, it's Sunday morning, I'm not going. Lord, we, we know he could use that as an excuse, but instead he went. He left this under your care today. Lord, we hope and we pray that myself and Allie have honored you through showing, trying to show what CR is all about. Lord, we just pray for everyone here that heard this, Lord, just pray that they would just look to you now to see if this could be a part of their life. God, we pray that you would be with us this week. Thank you. Bring us back here safely next week. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, we'll see y'all Sunday. Hopefully we'll see y'all Thursday. There are people around with CR stuff on. If you have any questions, I think my wife's gonna be out there at the Welcome Center. Just ask questions find out how it could apply in your life. Thanks.